everybody. Welcome to the second segment, episode 221 of Sold with Updike Pew. I'm Jeff Updike. I'm Weston Pew, and today we thought it'd be really important for us to kind of go over important home renovation tips because the inventory is a little tight right now. So. Still a little tight. Um, we came up with five main items. They're, they're really, this is kind of a, like a, this, pro, this process requires a lot of thought. Yes. But we kind of broken it down into five different things that we wanted to talk about. Um, number one, when you're taking on this kind of a project or any kind of project, you really kind of need to do your homework yep. and do your research and make sure you really kind of understand what you're you're getting yourself into. And the thing too is like in part of the research is also working through that budget and making sure that you're working in a scenario that the end product, at least in the next five years, will stay within the comps that are uh, there. Um, you can lead the comps, but it would definitely want to be one of the nicest houses if that's going to be the case. Number three is kind of create a clear vision of what you're looking for. And, you know, this kind of comes down to what it, what is the end project going to look like to you? Are you doing this for yourself? Are you doing it for the market? You know, I we've always talked about renovation work with people, and, and sometimes people get hung up on what the cost of things are and are they going to get their bang for the buck in terms if they have to sell it. It doesn't, you don't always get every dollar of, of every renovation project back. Um, the, the way that I feel like you do is a lot of those things that you do, you do for yourself. You know, you do the kitchen renovation and you know you're going to be in the house 10 years, you're going to get the enjoyment of that 10 years. But over the course of 10 years, that house is going to appreciate enough mm -hmm. that at that point you'll see that that bang for the buck. And there is a big difference between someone who's doing a renovation for an uh, investment property and those that are doing it for their end use. One of the key things that we like to point out to people is that if you're buying everything on sale for your renovation project, it's really tough to ask for top dollar when you bring it onto the market. So yeah. it is a very interesting catch when we see that quite often. Another thing that you'll want to do is be aware of the additional products that might actually show up. And a lot of times this can be um, when you're working through your budget, that 25 to 10% that you set aside, and this could be um, suddenly realize that the gas line is either not large enough or not reaching where it needs to be. Uh, other items that this could be is if there's deterioration behind the walls that you are unaware of. And you know, if you're um, adding additional space or you're adding additional electric demand, uh, if you're looking at homes that were built in the, the 50s or 60s, you're probably only looking at a house that's got a 100 amp panel. And right. 100 amp electrical panel, it really is not enough for today's style of home. Yep. One of the interesting things that I just recently heard the other day, an architect talking about a renovation were pop-ups and how important it is to have a structural engineer verify that the foundation that is currently there supporting a single story can actually withstand the weight load being pressed upon it if you go up, whether it's a half or a full uh, second story. These are really important things to get down the road because when you try to resell it, if there's issues, you're going to be declaring those. Yeah, even if you, uh, one of the common things that we see is when people will uh, enclose some type of patio or something. Uh, many times, patios are not the same foundation. They're right. not even connected to the foundation. Yep. They're basically a four-inch slab of concrete out there where when you have either a pier and beam foundation or a true slab foundation, you've got, you know, 12 to 24 inches of, of additional beam all the way around that property, and then you've still got 
additional beams down in the ground in the center. Yeah, and I something like that. I mean, that's a that's a, this could go down a whole nother way. But something that when you're enclosing like that, it's unless it's done to perfection and almost seamlessly, mm -hmm. where you cannot denote that the difference in the change. Yeah, it's not a, the dollar that you get on the main body of the house is not going to be the same dollar that you get on that renovation or that small enclosure. So be mindful of that if you're really trying to do a big financial grab on this. The other thing too is prioritizing your structural elements of your home. And it was interesting because some of our clients have been really involved in this and have lots and lots of experience. And one of the most important things that one of them ever said to me was that continuous things that floor throughout the entire house is really important and it really makes a house feel well thought out of mm -hmm. rather than hodgepodge together. Yeah. And so really putting budget on that up front and saying we are going to make the flooring the same throughout mm -hmm. I think speaks volumes and will really give you that sense of like complete renovation project yeah it's it's I mean we can kind of walk through homes and see where mm. when people butt you know tile up against a wood floor they would they butt a wood a wood type tile up against a true wood floor mm -hmm. and it's like mm, mm, that's not a great look no I remember one time I took a picture and put it on social media and there were five different flooring materials within the Photoshop <laughs> of the house and that's so bad and then it was so funny because Brady actually texts me and he goes, I was in that house, it was terrible. And I was like, yeah, it's tough. So these are the things that you need to be conscientious of. I would not get caught up on trends. Mm -hmm. uh, classic is better, less is more. Um, brighter colors, say those for smaller rooms, powder mm -hmm. baths, go wild all you want to. But when it comes to like the big expense items, like within the kitchen, the countertops, um, the countertops can be a tricky, uh, too, too white right now is out, mm -hmm. um, paint, is great, but if you can budget for wood-stained um, cabinets in mm -hmm. the kitchen at least, uh, that is definitely a bang for the buck. And again, you know, one of the things too that I need to point out, and I think that we all should be mindful of, is that the way that we build homes here in Dallas could be quite different than the way you would build a house maybe in Salina or in, you know, DeSoto. So knowing what buyers and sellers want in those areas is key because you and I have seen time and time again, someone comes in, buys a house, they're from Tempe, Arizona, and they think this is the way everybody wants to live in a house, and they can't figure out why they didn't. No one wants to live in it, and it's because it's not the way we live in houses. That is true. It doesn't. It doesn't appeal to the majority of the the market. No. Here. And the funniest thing is, is Dallas. Dallas is more concerned about happy hour than Home Depot. True. So you need to make it move in ready, and if you're like you said, going to be in it for the long haul then go the extra extra time and distance with it. When you helped me renovate my condo and I tried to skimp on something, you were like, no. And I was like, you're right. I'm going to live in this. This is a big deal. I should do this. So, the last And the last thing I'd like to point out is with this, depending upon the scope of the project, keep in mind, you may not want to live through it. Mm -mm. I think people, I know in my experience, I have lived through one kitchen renovation in my home while while it was going on, and I will never do that again. I think almost every <laughs> professional in the business that is like a subcontractor, an architect, an interior designer is going to highly encourage you that that is not going to be feasible. I will tell you this much, it will drive you crazy. Mm -hmm. If it's not the noise, if it's not the inconvenience, then it's the dust. Mm -hmm. All of these things. And then if you are a family of five, or even if you're a family of two and one of them happens to be four-legged, 
it's going to be a pain. It and is. I would really recommend finding another way to live while that happens. So I hope you found this helpful. Uh, there's a, a much longer conversation we'd be happy to have with you about this if you'd like. If there's any other information you'd like on this subject or if there's any other subjects that you would like for us to talk about, just let us know. We'll be happy to make that happen. And just remember, we want to be your realtors for life. When you're ready to talk real estate, you can reach us online, by phone, or by text at 214-377-2223. And remember, we want to be a Realtors for Life.